Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Okay, Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8, verse 13 uh, says, Then Simon himself uh, believed and was baptized. To give um, give a little background to who Simon is, uh, Simon is a a magician that um, that kind of wowed the crowds. Um, he did what they would call miracles. He did uh, we would say um, he's uh, he's operating in some dark stuff, and uh, and and so um, if there's any power that's coming from it's coming from Satan for sure. And um, and he's loving his uh, his position uh, as this guy who everybody looks at and says, "Wow, this guy can do miracles." Well, uh, Peter and John come into this town and they start talking about the power of God. They talk they talk about Jesus is he was dead, but now he's risen. And we want you guys to know that if you put your faith in Jesus, it's going to change your life. And and um, he's giving and and God's giving this opportunity to everybody, not just the Jews, but also Gentiles. And and so this is a huge change um, in the city. And the biggest change was they were seeing all these miracles that were happening when Peter and John would put their hands on people and pray for them. There was healings. Um, there was uh, people that I mean, just amazing miraculous things happening that they've never seen before. And so there was a crowd that was following around Peter and John, just like, this is awesome. And people were getting saved and putting their hope in Jesus. And so there's a revival that was happening in this town. And Simon is now losing his position because of what Peter and John are doing. So verse uh, 13 in Acts chapter 8 says, And Simon himself believed and was baptized. Sorry, this is not Peter and John. It was Philip. Um, and he began following Philip wherever he went and was amazed by the signs and great miracles Philip performed. When the, apostle, when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, then they sent Peter and John. And as soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit did not come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers, and they received the Holy Spirit. So let, let, let me back up a little bit, and, and, and what I want to just spend some time talking about this morning is um, the understanding of uh, what, what's the difference between head knowledge and heart transformation. And... and um, and this can happen in church when we focus on outside uh, external things instead of internal realities. And so we start wanting to make people look like Christians, but they're actually not transformed Christ followers. And so we focus on things that are on the outside instead of the inside and uh, because it's harder to see inward transformation because we're talking about a soul that we don't see and it's easier to say don't do this 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 and um and we'll say okay then they're christian and it's interesting to me that um simon at the beginning it said that he himself believed and was baptized okay so get that like i just want you 
So this now has become this, wow, he used to be a magician. Now he just got saved and was baptized. In any church, you would think, this is the guy you want to like parade in front of everybody and say, look is what happened. Look what God is doing. Can you believe this? Sometimes in, uh, in, in even in our leadership, we want to look at people and start pointing and saying, wow, look at this amazing thing that's happening. But I would be careful when we do this, even though we want to share these things, I want to make sure that we're talking about inward transformation and not just an outward change that really is this deep. And it's really kind of a fake change in somebody's life. Because I want you to see what happens. Um, when Simon saw, this is verse, uh, verse 18. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given, when the apostles laid their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. Look what Peter says. May your money be destroyed with you. Let's let that one sink in for a second. For thinking God's gift can be bought. So I, I just want you to see, this is a little side part, but, but thinking that you can earn any of God's favor, look where that puts you, because it's a gift. You can have no part in this, for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness, pray to the Lord, perhaps he will, I mean, he's just like laying it out there. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts. For I can see you are full of bitter jealousy and held captive by sin. Okay, so let me, let me back up here. Because this, um, this is something that takes a lot of like just kind of unpacking and, and talking through. Um, but there's just a lot of things in here that I want to talk about. Um, one of them. It takes, and there's just, these are just going to be thoughts, okay? I'm just going to, this is not going to be a long, drawn-out. These are just thoughts that I have with this scripture. You, as a leader, need to have discernment. And discernment means that you can see things that maybe normally you wouldn't see. And gives you wisdom in, in situations that normally you wouldn't have wisdom in. As a leader, you have to have discernment to be able to see transformation, legitimate fruit in somebody's life versus somebody who says all the right things. But look what Peter said. They're full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. This is somebody who the Bible said just believed and was baptized. So I want, you to, I want you to see some things here that we need to make sure as leaders that there is a transformation that's happening in people's lives, not just compliance 
to what we're talking about here in church. We want to see transformation. And so what happens with transformation, let me just talk a little bit about transformation. What, what happens there, when we want to see transformation, inward change of somebody's life, there has to be Holy Spirit activity. What does that mean? That means that you are asking God, who said when Jesus left this earth, when he was come back from the dead, he said, I'm leaving, but I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, the comforter that is going to lead you into all truth. Then he told the disciples, before you leave Jerusalem, make sure that you receive the power that comes from on high, the Holy Spirit. I'm sending your Holy Spirit so then you can be my witnesses. And so the, the inference there is you can't be who I've called called you to be you can't lead the way I want you to lead without the power of the Holy Spirit working on the inside of you so let me tell you now when you decide to follow Jesus with all of your heart you give Jesus your life what happens in your life is you receive the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit comes into your life after that see you can see this Peter and John laid their hands uh, upon the believers, they received the Holy Spirit. But there's a difference between receiving the Holy Spirit and being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I want you to see that there is, as, as we walk people through what this is, we want to make sure that we are open to the Holy Spirit's activity in our life so that, so that we can be transformed. Because you can't do this on your own. Some of us are trying so hard to be better Christians and knocking our head against the wall because you can't change yourself and you can't change yourself by your own power and your own strength and by the way you can't change yourself you can't change your marriage you can't change relationships you can't change your family you can't change your friendships you can't change other people in your life we can't do this thing on our own because when we try what happens is we become a fake representation of somebody that looks like a Christian but really is full of bitter jealousy and captive to sin and so I want to make sure that we have real freedom and so when you have real freedom in your life or you want real freedom in your life what you do is you ask God God please let the Holy Spirit fill every part of my life let the Holy Spirit's activity fill and this doesn't mean because some people uh, equate Holy Spirit with weird or crazy or like you know let's let's run around and be doofuses and that's the holy spirit I, I can i just tell you that's not even that that is so far from the truth because when i see people that are full of the holy spirit activity what i see in their life is wisdom that i want what i see in their life is freedom that i so desire what I see in their life is discernment to see things that, that, that maybe I could never see before. And I'm like, man, I would love to have that in my life. What I see in people that are filled with the Holy Spirit's activity is I see them encouraging people over and over and over. I also see them comforting people over and over and over. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, the Bible says the Holy Spirit is an encourager. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom. So what happens when you have the Holy Spirit in your life? You have wisdom. You give comfort. You give encouragement. You become new. So you can't just think, oh, you know, I'm just going to be this. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to work real hard. No, notice where you start 
if you start slipping into earning something or just trying real hard, notice what Peter said to Simon. He was pretty tough. He said, I, I, I hope you perish with your money for trying to buy God's gift. So, so I just, I, I want to let you, it, 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 translation for us, there, there are people that are actually dying, perishing in their soul. Maybe on the outside they look fine, but in their soul they're like dying because they've been trying to earn from God what he gives for free. And, and, and they're trying to be somebody that God says, I'm the only one that can help you actually be this. And so the, 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 the issue here is making yourself available in front of the Lord and saying, God, fill my life with the Holy Spirit. I, I also want to draw a little bit, uh, and again, these are just thoughts of the scripture. This, this jumped out at me. I read it. I just wanted to talk about it um, with, with all of us here. Um, the, the other thing that I want to talk about is is um, how uh, how you can tell you you aren't um, you aren't getting healthier is when you keep seeking after a position and, it, and let me tell you what this looks like from the scripture Simon didn't like that he lost his position of power and so he wanted to he would do anything to get it back. I'll buy it. I'll I'll drink the Kool Aid. I'll say the I'll say the prayer. You know whatever you want me to do, just so I can get back to that position. And I want to let like just remind all of us again how absolute poisonous it is to your heart when you're worried about what kind of position you have. And how people view you when that is your thing. So, so it could be, well, I don't serve in this capacity at the church anymore. I got moved into this other capacity. But I'll do anything I can to get back to that other position because that's the one I want. I'm telling you that's poison to your soul. Uh, oh, somebody else got promoted over me. I'm not in that position anymore, or I wanted that position, but somebody else jumped up in front. I, I'm, I'm thinking uh, this was a couple of years ago. There was an issue in our worship um, department where, where somebody was upset that somebody else got promoted in, in our worship area, and they, they felt like they had been there for a while, and they didn't get that position. And I'll tell you what, from then on, you could see bitterness and poison just start filling their life. Why? Because they held so tightly to a position that they thought that that was who they were. And this just doesn't, this just isn't in church. 
like on social media? How do we want people to view us? And if they don't view us in a certain way, are we going to craft our whole life to make it look like that so that everybody will look and say, oh, that's who we are because we care so much about how people see us and view us and we're so wrapped up in a position. I'm t I, I, am, I am begging us to understand the only position that God has ever asked us to be at is one of a servant, is one where you get on your knees and you say, how can I serve and how can I help? That's the only position that we should ever run to that's the only position so that's that that's the way you serve in your marriage that's the way that you serve at church that's the way you serve with your friends that's the way that you serve that you just throw away positional type leadership that says I just need to keep making steps up a, some kind of ladder and that ladder is the thing that's going to help me uh, feel good about myself. I'm telling you that is not how the kingdom works and that's not a heart that's transformed. A heart that's transformed and a heart that has the Holy Spirit activity says how can I get less of me and more of God? How can I get out of the way and let God just serve through me? How can I also so encourage other people? How can I comfort other people? Your mind's on other people. You're thinking about how you can reach other people. Instead of constantly having this navel-gazing attitude that's always looking at yourself and saying, how can I, oh, me, and this thing is going on, and this, and I'm not trying to be, um, uh, like, rude about the stuff that we're going through. We're all going through stuff, but I'm just telling you, it, we make it too much big in our head, and it becomes about us all the time, and we stop being the servants that God has called us to be and we start worrying about all these different positions that we need to be and we choke out the, the work of the Holy Spirit in our life and the transformation stops happening and so I, I'm, I'm praying for all of us Let, let's have this huge heart towards God just I, I just need your Holy Spirit in my life I need the activity of the Holy Spirit in my life I don't want to be filled with my stuff and my worry and my positions. And Jesus, I pray for, for everybody even listening at this moment. God, I pray that, um, Lord, they would be filled, God, with the Holy Spirit's activity. God, if there are some, God, that are listening here right now, God, that don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they've never had that moment in their life. Father, I pray that you would flood their life with the Holy Spirit. God, even as they're listening to these words right now, Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit falling in somebody's life. Transformation in Jesus' name. Because, God, we can't do anything on our own. Father, we are desperate for you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.